Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the final hour of power here on this Friday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock before we dish things over to the JR Sport Brief. One final, not final, Wizards update. But I'll give you another one as we're coming back from break because we got to enjoy these moments while we have them. It's been a rough year. The Wizards up 111-89 to with 10.56 left to go in the game. Jordan Poole leads all scores with 30 points. He's got 12 of 18. Or excuse me. He shot 12 of 18 from the field. Three or four from beyond the arc. Seven assists for Jordan Poole as well. I remember before the season started and when the deal was made, I said, man, Jordan Poole just may very well win most improved player, and he may get the NBA scoring title because of how green the light is uh, that he's going to have. Obviously, you know, the season hasn't gone off, uh, gotten off to the start that he wanted it to. But, man, if he could continue playing like how he's played tonight, uh, it's the type of guy that you maybe want to build around, man. The one thing I've noticed, and I haven't watched uh, the game tonight with the detail that I normally do, but just even seeing it right here, he's playing a lot more of that lead guard spot tonight where he's got the ball in his hands, and you see his playmaking ability on full display. He's got uh, the seven assists on the night. Then he's making good decisions with the basketball. A lot of the criticism that I may have had for, for Jordan comes from the shot selection uh, during this first 23 games of the season. But tonight, just super efficient. Uh, he, he had a shot kiss off the glass from like damn near half court. But it was a heat check shot, and it shows uh, how much he's in his bag, man. But, no, I'm uh, super impressed by what Jordan Poole and the Wizards are doing right now. 111-82. Uh, excuse me, 92 as the Pacers just hit a three. I want to talk burgundy and gold, though, man. As Washington comes out of the bye week, they take on the L.A. Rams on Sunday uh, in L.A. 4.05 kickoff. Per usual, you can catch myself and Denton Day on Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live over on the Team 980 uh, in the Odyssey app. But hopefully it's a non-angry version of Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live. The final month of the season, though, we continue to talk about it. It's about seeing what these young guys have on this roster. Guys like Sam Howell. Uh, the pass rushes defensively, K.J. Henry, Andre Jones. Uh, your young running back, Chris Rodriguez, going to get an increased role on Sunday with Brian Robinson being out. 
But I also think it's a time to evaluate offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. He was under a lot of scrutiny uh, during the bye week. We all saw bits and pieces of the John Kime and Jeremy Fowler report that came out, basically highlighting you know some of the frustrations that coaches and or players may have had with how Eric Bieniemy is doing things. Pretty sure none of those criticisms came from the quarterback Sam Howell. He joined RG three in the We the Ones podcast. Uh, yesterday afternoon and had this to say about EB potentially being a head coach. Eric Bieniemy a head coach? For sure. Yeah, and I think Eric Bieniemy would be a great head coach. Um, obviously, you know, I've, been, I've enjoyed working with him as a play caller and as an offensive coordinator, but I just think this his ability to lead, um, his ability to relate to guys, and his ability to get the best out of his players is what truly separates him as a coach. Um, but, you know, he'll get his opportunity at some point. Right. Um, not sure when. Might be next year somewhere. Might be might be in, in 10 years, but whenever he gets his opportunity, he'll definitely show people why he should be a head coach for sure. But I'm definitely, definitely a big fan of his. So I know it wasn't Sam Howell that came out and had the negative comments to say about Eric Bieniemy. And lucky for you guys, I actually have some of my big takeaways from the story uh, pulled up right now. I remember talking about it last week when it broke. It was probably, to me, one of the most damning indictments on head coach Ron Rivera. Because let's be honest, right? In Kansas City, Eric Bieniemy played the bad cop role. See, every good coaching staff has the good cop, bad cop role. EB played the role of the bad cop, and it allowed him to get the most out of the stars in Kansas City, talking about Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and even Patrick Mahomes. So one chief source described Bieniemy like this. He's demanding, and he'll push people, and he doesn't care if he ruffles feathers. That same chief source said many players in Kansas City needed that push, including quarterback Patrick Mahomes and tight end Travis Kelsey. So for the life of me, I, I don't know who made those comments out of the Washington Commanders locker room and who was speaking to Kime and Fowler off the record. But it wasn't a good look for the dudes in the locker room, man. It comes off as soft. And that was the big issue uh, that I had with all of it. When you're trying to establish a sustained winning culture. Oh, Bilal just got an one and got the shrug in his shoulders. He's even showing character out there right now tonight, man. Love the flair and pizzazz for my young pup. But no, when you're trying to establish a sustained winning culture, you got to weed out all the softies, man. We used to do it uh, in high school. Now, now in high school, my sophomore year, um, some guys got cut. And if Coach Ray Fowler is somewhere out there in the Montgomery County universe listening to this, you're probably getting a good chuckle. Cutting people in the Montgomery County public schools is like not something that you do. I don't think it probably happens in any public school district. You don't cut dudes in football. Basketball, whole another story. But football, you're normally not cutting cats. In 10th grade, our head coach cut people. But really, they cut themselves. Because when you put everyone through a grueling workout and guys quit and start complaining, that's who you weed out. And I think, hopefully, a similar situation is going on in Washington to where the softies get weeded out of D.C. Because I can't stand it. Eric Bannemi is the only dude that has championship pedigree on that staff, yet... We hear all these complaints about him. 
But we just heard from Sam Howell. He for damn sure not complaining about Eric Bieniemy. And now that I really think about it, their relationship, those two, talking about EB and Sam, Eric talked about it a little bit yesterday in his media availability. Their relationship's got to be strong. Anytime the relationship between your play caller and quarterback isn't strong, you'll see friction, and you'll see poor performance, you'll see bad body language, and you'll see bad attitudes. That's not the case with Sam Howell. And based off of everything I hear Sam say and the way that I hear EB talk about Sam at the podium, those two have a very damn good working relationship. EB is pushing Sam. And according to Eric Bietti at the podium uh, yesterday, Sam is pushing him too. Sam is pushing him too. So, I, I don't know, man. I'm... Very curious to see what ends up happening moving forward. I've given my two cents on this on a multitude of different occasions. But this final four games is really going to give me a firm, concrete answer to the question I have. Because right now, how I'm looking at it, this is fresh off of Sam coming off a stretch of three games against Dallas, Miami, where he didn't really look that great. I would Probably hire a defensive-minded head coach. Rock out with Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy in that offensive room for the year. And then insulate the roster around him. You're slated to have the number four overall pick. You can draft Olu Fashanu or Joe Alt, depending on which one is your bell of the ball. And then all of you want to get rid of Charles Leno, which is honestly the funniest thing in America to me. And I'm not trying to pit any of the commander's linemen against each other, but I personally think uh, Charles Leno's been the best offensive lineman all year long for the commanders. So I'd flip him over to the right tackle. I'd maybe kick Andrew Wiley inside the guard, see if he's better there. Um, But there are moves that you can make this offseason to better the roster around Sam Howell. And then I think you'll get a better gauge of what he is. Because we've seen it. When he's protected, when he has time to throw the football and go through his progressions, more times than not, he makes the proper decision. More times than not, he makes the proper decision. At the end of the day, with his arm strength and his accuracy, see, that's the other thing, too. I need him to become more consistent in that phase of his game. I need him to make the routine plays more consistently. I love when he rolls out of the pocket and creates plays off schedule, throwing down the field on the run. It looks beautiful. I love me and Denton on a BNG Game Day Live say he runs like a drunk baby, like a milk drunk baby sometimes is what he looks like. I love when we see that too. But I need to see him hit Curtis Samuel on the five-yard hitch every time. I don't need the ball coming out high. I don't need you know, Curtis not being able to run after the catch. So that's what I mean by I need him to make the routine plays more consistently. But other than that, man, I I love what I've seen from Sam Howell. I think he's a damn good quarterback. I also admitted to this uh, a couple of days ago, and I think we've all been hinting at it all season long. Realistically speaking, right, if he wasn't a fifth-round pick, would we be having conversations about replacing him at season's end? Probably not. Probably not. But at the end of the day, the lens that I always look at this thing through is, look, the new regime is going to come in here 
and make their choice at the quarterback position. The new regime is going to come in here and determine whether or not they want to move forward with Sam Howell. So the next month is about him putting together all the good, positive tape he can out. So that new regime takes him uh, to be the new leader of your Washington Commanders. Quick little Wizards update again before we hit another timeout here. 7.22 left to go in regulation. I'll refresh in case that's inaccurate. No, 7.22 left to go in regulation. Wizards up 116 to 102. We've seen some pretty bad blown leads this year from the D.C. family. Cross our fingers that we don't see another uh, example of that here tonight. If you're just now joining the show, Jordan Poole to this point, uh, 30 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds. He's got a steal, 12 of 18 from the field, 3 of 4 from beyond the arc. Palau Koulibaly continues to impress. He's got 17 points on 6 of 9 shooting. He's got two steals as well and a block. Just overall super impressed uh, by what I've seen from the D.C. family here tonight. We'll talk some more hoops before we get out of here. We'll take a national big-picture look at the NBA. Draymond Green uh, suspended indefinitely by the NBA. We'll hear from Steve Kerr and his thoughts on that suspension a little bit later on in the show. When we get back, though, I want to take a look at the big-picture look at the National Football League. We're getting ready to enter week Number 15 here in the National Football League. It got started with Chargers and Raiders. Chargers absolutely mollywhopping the LA Chargers. Excuse me, the Raiders absolutely mollywhopping the Chargers last night on Thursday Night Football. I'll give you my thoughts on them moving on from Brandon Staley, and then we'll look at the NFL as a whole next, and we'll get you ready for Week 15 here on The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. About a half hour left to go here in this Friday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. JR Sport Brief will follow us. He'll take you into the wee hours of Saturday morning. Right now, though, I want to update you once more on the D.C. family. Your Washington Wizards up 126 to 109 with 346 left to go uh, in regulation. If they hold on to win this contest, uh, our pal Alex Flum over at D.C. News Now. 
They're undefeated when our boy Alex Flum is in the building. So I need big game Alex Flum to continue to show up to Cap One Arena. Uh, so hopefully the Wizards can become more competitive as we get closer to Christmas and we begin to creep up on that all-star break. I told you, though, I wanted to take a big-picture look at the National Football League as we get geared up for week number 15 around the NFL. Uptown Don, did you know this? Three games tomorrow. We got three Saturday games on the NFL slate. Get started at 1 o'clock Eastern time. And the one thing I love about tomorrow's slate, all three of these games have major, major playoff implications. Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals, both of those teams 7-6. and six. Both of those teams down their starting quarterbacks, but still right in the thick of their respective division races. We'll see Jake Browning uh, versus Nick Mullins, I believe. And Jaron Hall, uh, the Vikings rookie, expected to be the backup quarterback uh, for Nick Mullins on Sunday as Josh Dobbs gets demoted to the third-string quarterback position. I'm sure when the NFL put the, the schedule out, they didn't imagine all these backup quarterbacks being the marquee players in this Saturday night affair. Uh, 4.30 Eastern time, we got Steelers and Colts. Another situation where there are two backup quarterbacks. We'll see uh, Mitch Trubisky going up against Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew's been super frisky. I think Shane Steichen uh, definitely should have a coach of the year vote. If I had one, I mean, what he's doing with that football team, having them... Still be right in the thick of the playoff race. If the playoffs ended today, um, the Indianapolis Colts would be the seventh seed in the AFC. So that game tomorrow, quite literally, has major playoff implications. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening tomorrow with that. Then the nightcap really gets interesting because if the Vikings take care of their business in the 1 o'clock window against the Bengals, Really makes that Lions and Broncos game that much more important. Detroit has suffered some head-scratching losses here in the past couple of weeks. Denver has been quite literally one of the hottest teams in football since they got molly by Miami. But if Detroit suffers another hiccup, they would then move to 9-5 and five on the year. The Vikings, if they win, get to 8-6. and six, And then guess who plays on Christmas Eve? Vikings and Lions. The NFC North. Still wide the hell open uh, here in the final month of the season. It's the exact way you like it to be. Denver also uh, very alive in the in terms of their playoff picture as well in the AFC. If the season ended now, Denver the nine seed right now in the AFC. But Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs, who are the division leaders right now in that AFC West that Denver's in, Kansas City only a game ahead of the Denver Broncos in the win column. And guess what? Those two teams don't play each other anymore down the stretch, so they're going to be rooting for and rooting against each other and other teams within the conference to try to help themselves get into the postseason. Um, that's the Saturday slate in the National Football League. Big picture, though. A couple other games on the docket that really, really, really get my attention. I want to start Chicago and Cleveland. Now, that Bears game... And the Bears in general are going to have your boys' attention for the final month of the season because guess what? Justin Fields and the Bears have the number one pick. There's going to be some real, real tough decisions that have to be made at season's end if Justin Fields continues to play good football down the stretch. The Bears right now scheduled to have the number one overall pick because of the Carolina Panthers. 
And if they have the number one pick, but you feel like Justin Fields is your guy, what do you do? You can trade back. You can draft a tackle number one overall. I don't know where I'm at with this. And this situation obviously has a lot of parallels to the one here in Washington. But for me, I don't know. I know this is not exciting sports talk radio giving you a bunch of I don't knows, but it's genuinely how I feel, bro. Like, Justin Fields is a freak athlete. He is a freak talent. And if you all listen to me this summer doing overtime, you understand I'm a firm believer that the quarterback position in the National Football League and whether guys succeed or fail has a lot to do with fit. Organizational fit, schematical fit, everything. And for Justin Fields, let's not act like Luke Getze is some boy wonder offensive coordinator. You don't know what the hell he's doing. He's got a super talent like Justin Fields, yet at the beginning of the season, they didn't know how to utilize his entire skill set to further their offense. That is what you call offensive incompetence. You put Justin Fields with, and I saw this pairing, our guy Emery Hunt, who big college football coverage for CBS Sports HQ, tweeted this out earlier. He said, man, I would love uh, the combination of Lewis Riddick, Eric Bieniemy, and Justin Fields over in Chicago. And I said, hmm, not bad, Emery, not bad. Obviously, I would love for those two guys to be here in Washington as well. Uh, but, no, I just think if from Chicago's standpoint, I wonder, and I would love to listen to Sports Talk Radio in Chicago, is there anything Justin Fields can do down the stretch to make them say, nah, we're going to pass on the quarterback? Because like I said, with the decision Washington's going to have to make at QB at season's end, swinging and missing on a pick in the top five can set your franchise back. But on the same token, if you decide to roll with Justin Fields and pass up on a generational talent uh, like a Caleb Williams, that also could potentially set your franchise back. So a lot of big-time decisions to be made. It's going to be a hell of an offseason. Um, it's going to be a hell of a week 15 in the national – week 14, excuse me, week 15 in the National Football League as well. Bears taking on the Browns. I mentioned Shane Steichen as a potential Coach of the Year candidate. feel the exact same way about Kevin Stefanski – with the Cleveland Browns, they continue to just be pummeled by injury. The Browns, by the way, 6-1 and one at home. They host Chicago. So for anybody who's looking to sprinkle a little bit of coin on that game, take that into consideration. But Joe Flacco coming in last week, playing damn good football. They suffered massive losses at tackle, though. Jedrick Willis uh, and Daywan Jones both out for the season uh, with injury. So we'll see if Joe Cool and company can stay afloat and potentially sneak into the AFC playoff picture. If the season ended today, the Browns would be the five seed um, in the AFC. The Ravens right now sit at the top of the conference with a record of 10-3. and If the Cleveland Browns somehow end up with the number one seed, Kevin Stefanski should be coach of the year. Just call it what it is. Just call it what it is. The big game, though, that a lot of people are going to be looking forward to coming up on Sunday, two big ones that I'll be paying attention to, and they're both in that later window. Cowboys and Bills, 
425 Eastern time on Fox. Two teams really, excuse me, two teams really that I feel like if you get into a one-game single elimination playoff situation, either of those two teams should, should like, you know, how they're going to fare against other teams. They should be confident in their ability. Dak Prescott, to me, with the last weekend, firmly entrenched himself as the MVP favorite, in my opinion. I don't want to say MVP favorite, because if you look at the numbers, him and Brock Purdy's numbers are identical, but I think the supporting cast that Purdy has is just a little better. But Dak's playing damn good football. The Bills, right now, in a real must-win situation, the rest of their season is must-win situations. They caught a huge dub last Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Dallas, though, I really think has the advantage in this, and here's why. Matt Milano, huge part of this Buffalo defense. I expect Dak Prescott and company to exploit this Bills defense, and then I expect this pass rush to get after Josh Allen. I think the Dallas Cowboys may be looking at potentially being the number one seed in the NFC if they can finish out the season strong. The Sunday night football game that we get this weekend is a damn doozy as well. Ravens on the road against the Prince who was promised Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, T-Law was questionable to play last week. He's a tough ass, by the way. He earned all of my respect uh, last weekend playing through a high ankle sprain. And it's not like he just played and was just out there. He was hooping. Played damn good. Had a couple of turnovers, but he was standing back there against that vaunted Browns defense and taking it on the chin despite being injured. So I have a ton of respect for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If the playoffs ended today, they would be the four seed and would represent the AFC South in the playoffs. That's why the rest of the season is going to be so interesting. The Texans are hot on their tails. The Colts are hot on their tails. So we will see, man. It's going to be a very drama-filled Week 15 in the National Football League. C.J. Stroud expected to be out. He's currently listed as doubtful. Uh, He was in the concussion protocol after an injury he suffered last week. Davis Mills expected to get the start. For the Texans, I saw this stat earlier today. Texans on the road taking on division rival Tennessee. If Houston wins on Sunday, they have a 61% chance of making the playoffs. If they lose, they drop all the way down to a 19% chance to make the playoffs. So very much a must-win game for the Houston Texans coming up uh, on Sunday. Big week 15 in the National Football League coming up. Uh, I'll pick Some games give you some locks before we get out of here. But I want to switch to the hardwood here. On the other side of this break, let's hear from Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. We had some interesting comments about his star, Draymond Green, getting suspended indefinitely by the NBA. That's next here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hold on to your antlers, because Criswell Chevrolet Buick GMC is throwing a holiday shindig you won't want to miss. Their gift to you, up to $13,000 off new Silverado trucks. Or if you're more sleigh ride than Silverado, scoop up a new GMC Sierra with rates as low as 0.9%. Whether you want to save big or finance small, Criswell's got you covered. For a selection that'll leave you starry-eyed, swing by Criswell Chevrolet Buick GMC in Gaithersburg or CriswellChevrolet.com. $10.99 hardly gets you through a drive through these days. Drive past them and pick up a large one-topping pizza from Papa John's for just $10.99. Don't miss those new Twix Papa Bites for only $4.99. As good as it sounds, only at Papa John's. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the Chips Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Boost Mobile has given families the holiday gift they really want. $1,000. That's what you could win with Boost Mobile's 12 days of Boostmas. That's right. Boost Mobile is giving away $1,000 a day. And to enter for your chance to win, all you have to do is stop by your local Boost Mobile store. You can enter anytime before December 23rd. But why wait? Head over to your local Boost Mobile store today for your chance to win $1,000 from Boost to you and yours. Sweepstakes ends 12-24-23. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. Visit winwithboostmobile.com slash boostmas for details. Don't miss new deals every day during Lowe's 25 Days of Deals. Get up to 50% off select tools and accessories. Plus, bring home a Werner 4-foot fiberglass stepladder, now just $29.98. And get same-day delivery for eligible in-stock items when you order by 2 p.m. Lowe's knows deals every day. Valve through 1220 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Delivery by 8 p.m. Subject to driver availability. Fees vary based on purchase. Additional terms apply. See Lowe's.com slash same-day delivery for details. Wrap up the year with great deals at Lindsey Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Santa's favorite Ram trucks, now 10% off MSRP. Save up to $10,000. Jeep Gladiator, Compass, Grand Cherokee, and Renegade take 15% off. Last call on the last of the Charger and Challenger gas models. End of an era, plus no payments for 90 days, and Lindsey's unbeatable trade values. Lindsey does year-end discounts better than anyone. See dealer for details. Here's an unexpected holiday surprise for all the last-minute shoppers. Now through December 17th, all of Diamond's Direct Diamond Classics are 25% off. That's all diamond earrings, all diamond bracelets, all diamond pendants, an incredible 25% off. Special financing, too. Get the perfect gift at the best value price all year. 25% savings on all diamond earrings, bracelets, and pendants. Now through the 17th only. And only at Diamond's Direct. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamond's Direct. Your love our passion. It's time to face off. 
Catch all the hockey action at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. When you wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonus credits like bonus bets or bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resource properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Play, earn, and enjoy with BetMGM rewards. Download the app today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 plus to wager. DC only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I may not ever get another chance to say this, so I just want to get this off my chest. It's Linnell Willingham on 106.7 The Fan. Welcome to Move Time Radio, presented by the Arthritis Foundation, and we're smack dab in the middle of our dance-a-thon to fight arthritis pain. Me, I've been grooving for 10 hours straight, baby, but I'm a boogie machine. See, movement is just one of the ways to help fight osteoarthritis pain. Another is weight loss. You get rid of just one pound. That's four pounds of pressure off each knee. For more information on managing pain, visit fightarthritispain.org. Then meet me on the dance floor. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council. My battle buddies and I attended the NHL Stadium Series at Yankee Stadium. We had the time of our lives. Ventix, we can't thank you enough. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. I may not ever get another chance to say this, so I just want to get this off my chest. It's Linnell Willingham on 106.7 The Fan. Welcome back. It is overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Liddell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight. Before we dish things over to the JR Sport Brief, want to continue or switch over to talk a little bit of NBA. Wizards score went final about 10 to 15 minutes ago, 137 to 123. Uh, the DC family victorious uh, over the Indiana Pacers. Honestly, and I know it's just win number four, and I don't want to speak uh, in hyperbole, but it, I'd probably say it's the most complete performance of the year for the Washington Wizards. That first half, uh, I thought, absolutely incredible for the bunch. We all know the bugaboos that Washington's had in the third quarter of games this year. Um, they were brilliant in that third quarter coming out of the locker room with that same energy and intensity We've seen multiple blown 20-point leads this year for the Washington Wizards. That was not the case tonight. A little other small moral victory as well. I mentioned you know, my thoughts when the Wizards drafted Bilal Koulibaly on draft night. I honestly just wasn't too familiar with who he was. I knew he was Victor Wembanyama's teammate. But Washington traded back one pick. Uh, with the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers ended up taking 
Jarris Walker. Be honest with you. Jarris Walker's averaging about, I'm sorry. Jarris Walker's only played in six games this year for the Indiana Pacers. So clearly Washington got that right. For years, we all complained about how, oh, Washington took Denny Avdia when they should have took Tyrese Halliburton. This is payback, people. Jarris Walker ended up being the number seven overall pick. And the Wizards get Bilal Koulibaly. And he absolutely had one of his better games of the season as well. If I was Wes Unsell Jr., probably starting Bilal Koulibaly uh, moving forward. Bilal Koulibaly, 17 points in 30 minutes off the bench. Six and I from the field. Two or three from beyond the arc. Two steals. He added in five boards as well. Corey Kispert with 23 off the bench. Just good, consistent buckets from those two guys. Jordan Poole, though, to me, probably the big story of tonight. A lot of people uh, really have been looking at Jordan Poole under the microscope, and ever since he got punched in the face last year by Draymond Green, he's been under the microscope. And coming here to Washington, it was supposed to represent a fresh start. He obviously hasn't gotten off to the start that he would have liked. Things are different for him. He's now having to react. To be in the number one team on opposing team, the number one option, excuse me, on opposing team scouting reports. So we've got to get used to all of that. Jordan Poole tonight, though, went Kanye crazy. Taki hot. 12 18 from the field, three or four from beyond the arc, eight assists, and a 30 ball from old Jordan Poole. By far his best game of the regular season to this point. Wizards win 137 to 123. Damn sure happy to see that. Hopefully, uh, the Wizards can continue this good stretch of play and, and turn this into something that's not just a one-off uh, and it becomes something that they can rely on and consistently play at this level at least for the next month or so. You can go back to – I don't want them to ever go back to being what they were earlier in the season where it felt like they just weren't playing at the same with the same effort and intensity as their opponents, but – that's here nor there, man. A lot of positive takeaways uh, from tonight's Wizard win. I said I wanted to talk about Draymond Green, suspended indefinitely by the NBA uh, for his actions in Golden State's loss the other night against Phoenix, where he, uh, how are we, how we describing this? Is this like a karate chop? Is it a, a, a spinning back fist? Whatever you want to call it, Draymond Green once again completely out of line, putting one of his peers at risk. And the NBA announced on Wednesday night that it was going to suspend uh, Draymond Green indefinitely. That message and that discipline coming down from Joe Dumars uh, and the NBA players, or excuse me, in the league office. Um, so, yeah, when I hear indefinite suspension, um, I automatically think some super lengthy amount of time. When you go in and do your research on some of the terms of Draymond's suspension, they want him to get counseling. And really, they're coming from the vantage point of they want him to seek the help that they feel that he needs. We've heard Kevin Durant say that he thinks Draymond needs help. We've heard Nurkic think that uh, Draymond needs help. It's honestly like, no way. Yeah, I really think it's a mental health issue. I just think, and this is going to sound crazy, outside of the Jordan Poole thing, he stomps a bonus put Gobert in a headlock, and he's spinning back fist Nurkic. I heard this on Gil's Arena. I love watching Gil's Arena. Good show. Him, Josiah Johnson, 
Kenya Martin joins. Brandon Jennings is a regular. But what Gilbert said was controversial, but it, it makes sense if you think about it. Draymond Green hasn't really tried anything with an American player. He's doing it to all the overseas guys. Is he like challenging their toughness? I don't know what it is. I almost looked at it like, you know, a lot of those, a lot of the European guys are mild mannered, soft spoken dudes. Giannis obviously is not included in that. We saw how he acted the other night, but I, I don't know, man. It's it's a sad situation though going on with Draymond Green because he's a winner, dog. Like Draymond Green has championship pedigree. Draymond Green is, you know, super essential to what Golden State has accomplished here over the last decade or so. So to see him in this, knowing the contract extension that he got. I just, I don't know, man. It's a bad, it's a bad spot to be in if you're the Warriors. They're ten and fourteen right now. Loses a three straight, and when I look at their schedule here, they've got like three wins in their last ten games. They're horrible right now. I have big time issues about what the future of Golden State Warrior basketball is going to look like. I got a hot take. You all say I'm the hot take artist, and I, I'm a shock jock. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this: Stephen Curry will not win another title with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I said it. Stephen Curry will not win another title with the Golden State Warriors. I think the end of their dynasty happened last year when Draymond Green completely ruined the chemistry of the team by punching Jordan Poole in the face. It absolutely ruined everything for that squad. One man's perspective in all of this that I feel like gets lost a lot of the time is uh, their championship-winning head coach, who quite notably got into a fight with Michael Jordan in practice. So he should have plenty of commentary on Draymond Green and his actions on the floor. Take a listen to Steve Kerr. I I, uh, I think the uh, suspension makes sense. Um, you know, to me, this is um, about more than basketball. It's um, um, it's about helping Draymond. I think it's an opportunity for Draymond uh, to step away. And um, to make a change um, in in his approach, in his life. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do. That's not something you say, okay, we're going to do five games, and then he's going to be fine, right? Um, the league did that did five games after the incident with uh, Rudy. Um, that's not the answer, to, to pick a number. The answer is to, to help. Draymond and give him the help he needs, give him an opportunity to make a change that will not only help him, help our team, um, but help him for the rest of his life. This is not just about, you know, an outburst on the court. Um, This is about his life. This is about um, someone who I believe in, someone who I have known for a decade, who I love for his loyalty, uh, his uh, commitment, his passion. Uh, his love for his his teammates, his friends, his family. We're trying to help that guy um, because the one who uh, you know grabbed Rudy and choked Rudy, the one who took a, a wild flail at at uh, Yusuf, uh, the one who punched Jordan last year. Um, that's that's the guy who has to change, and he knows that. Um, everything before that, over a decade of play, what, what are we really talking about, right? We're talking about, 
you know, getting ejected for yelling at the ref or throwing a ball. But you look at the past year and what's happened, it's clear he, he needs the opportunity to change, and that's what an indefinite suspension gives him the opportunity for. It's Warriors head coach Steve Kerr with, and I'm not the biggest Steve Kerr fan, very thoughtful answer on the Draymond Green situation and uh, how he expects things to go moving forward when Draymond returns to the lineup. Uh, who knows when that will be. As everyone said, I hope uh, that Draymond's able to get the help that he needs if he actually needs help because I just think he's an impulsive decision maker that's a hothead. I don't think that necessarily needs help. I just think he's got to use better judgment and find better ways uh, to express himself. Quick timeout. When we come back, we'll put a bow on tonight's show. I'll give you a couple of locks for this weekend in the NFL. Big Week 15 slate. I'll give you three guaranteed games that you just sprinkle just a little bit of cash on. That's coming up next here on The Fan. The Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, here with you for one final segment before we dish things over to the JR Sport Brief. As promised, I'll give you a couple of locks that I love uh, in this weekend's NFL slate. I actually have a play that I absolutely love tomorrow. Denver at Detroit right now. They're a plus 188 for the money line for the Denver Broncos. Take that. And if you parlay that, I know people don't like to do parlays. If you parlay that with another underdog that I absolutely love on Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys, a plus 116 on the road against Buffalo. Dallas obviously has been significantly worse on the road, but I understand uh, what Vegas is saying here. And then I got one other money line for you. Some people may consider it an upset. Vegas doesn't consider it an upset. But I for sure think that the Cleveland Browns are going to rip off another win and knock off Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. It would move the Browns to 9-5 and five on the season. You parlay those three legs. You got plus 9-15 odds, which is damn good if you ask me. That's going to do it, though, here for this Friday night edition of Overtime. If you want to keep the conversation going with me on Twitter, it is at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Big weekend of programming coming up here on The Fan and on our sister station, the Team 980. Myself, Denton Day, Uptown Don, back for our in-game show. Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live. You can catch us starting at 4 o'clock on Sunday over on our sister station, the Team 980. We'll take you all the way through Rams and Commanders. Can the Burgundy and Gold get a victory coming out of the bye week and hopefully uh, finish out the 2023 campaign strong. That's going to do it, though, for overtime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 